Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. All right, guys, we are in the Fitness Zone, episode 19. We got a good one for you today. Uh, I'm Tyson Pfeiffer here with Chris Ombi. Chris, how you doing today? Doing good. Chris Ombi, fit over 40, help you get stronger so you can live longer. Yeah, there you go. Stronger and longer. It sounds like an advertisement <laughs> on one of your favorite websites. <laughs> it is. Get stronger. Yeah, that's that's where it get harder, get harder, get smarter, whatever you want to say. It's something like that. I don't know. There's like, like three X's in that web address. Man, we're having a good time. We got a good episode today. I had a good weekend, did some bike riding, nothing too exciting. Uh, what'd you have going on, Chris? Remember, I think last week I told you I, had, I got diagnosed with sleep apnea. So this whole week has been like a big learning experience. So Tyson, I know you know a lot about this because your family's in the medical field, but when you're dealing with insurance, so the first time I got screwed around was, and I'm talking about from my general practitioner to with my insurance companies, my general practitioner basically is in my network. Well, he wanted me to go get blood. And this is probably 10 years ago. So he wanted me to go get blood. So the phlebotomist is in his office. I go over there, get blood. Three weeks later, get a bill for 400 bucks. I'm like, what the hell is this bill for? They said, Call my insurance company. They said, well, your doctor's in your network, but the phlebotomist, the people who got the blood, they're third party. They're not in your network. I'm like, oh, ain't that some shit? They're in the same place. They're in the building, but not in the network. Yeah. They're in They're in the building. They're, what are they, just renting that little spot? So pretty much, yeah. So you really have yeah. to, you know, <laughs> so you really have to, because doctors don't know. They don't care about the insurance. They just need the blood work so they can see what's going on with you. That was my first learning experience. So how I learned from that was next time Doc said, hey, you need to go get blood work. All he does now is he writes me a script and then I take it to the facility that's in my network and then they draw the blood and it doesn't cost me anything. Take that to last week when I got diagnosed with sleep apnea and now I have to go get the CPAP. So my doctor is just dragging his butt. So I'm going to take it upon myself that I know that he has the script. All he's got to do is give the referral. So I'm going to go find this freaking CPAP. So I'm calling all around and all around. And some people take insurance. Some people do. Of course, we take your insurance. But guess what? If I would have went with them and gone through the whole process, I would have had to pay the whole entire amount because even though they're able to write it through my insurance, my insurance is not going to accept it because they're not in the network. So you got to be very careful that just because somebody says, of course, we take your insurance, call the member's number and make sure that they are in your network before you purchase anything. Is 800 bucks, I'll be paying $188. That's my big learning experience. I wanted to pass it on to you guys. I might be the only knucklehead out there who doesn't know that, but I wanted to share it on. If there's one other knucklehead that can learn from it, perfect. Speaking of good lesson, we have a great episode today. What are we talking about today, Chris? Well, Tyson, a lot of guys come to me and they, they want to lose weight. And they're always like, Chris, I want to lose weight. I got to quit drinking. I got to go doing this. I got to go. The other. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up for a second. I said, guys, you don't have to quit drinking beer to lose weight. Beer is not making you fat. So you can actually drink your beer, drink your liquor, drink your wine, and you'll be fine. But there's other things that have to be involved. So you can still drink your beer, 
You can still lose weight. And I'm going to tell you how to do that today. Yes. That's a question we get asked all the time. Uh, it's, it's similar to the Dr. Pepper mystery that we've talked about a few times where people are addicted to Dr. Pepper. Um, so yeah, let's just jump right into it. So what is the, the, the first step to still being able to drink your favorite beer, your favorite IPA, your favorite craft beer, but still make your way down your fitness journey? Well, I'll be so the six bodybuilding shows that that I did, I actually drank all the way until two weeks before the show. Okay, so that's a personal story. You can still get three, four, five percent body fat and still drink a wine. Now, Chris, are you saying for me to go out and drink? No, that's, <laughs> that's not what it sounded what like. Well, hold on a second. Like. That's, is that the only way I can get ripped is by drinking? Guys, I'm not telling you to go out and drink. If you want to drink, go out and drink. I'm just saying that. How would you say, Chris, you're telling me go out and drink beer? Only beer? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you do drink and that's your own personal, that's your vice and that's your own, that's, that's your own personal decision if you want to drink, you can still drink beer and still lose weight. And this is what happens. So the first thing you do is nobody really understands how much caloric intake they need to take in. So what they're doing is they're eating their normal food, they're drinking their beer, but unfortunately they're adding that caloric intake they're in. Because remember, this is a new fad that I basically am putting out. You know, with the new keto diet and the Atkins diet and the South Beach diet and all these diets that are packaged and sold. Yep. Well, I have the, this new one coming out. I don't know if it's going to catch on or not, but it's called eat less, train more. I want to see if that fad will catch on. There's no, there's no trick guys. You eat less, <laughs> you take it. It's, you go into a caloric deficit, you freaking lose weight. How complicated can it be? Oh no, we got to do basic math now. I, we're about to do it. I'm going <laughs> to show you some math seconds, right? Right quick. So the first thing you have to do is know how much caloric intake you need to take. I don't understand why a lot of people put their caloric intake at their current weight. So I tell people, put your caloric intake at your goal weight. So let's say you're a man and you want to weigh 180 pounds. I'll stick them at a one gram of protein and one gram of carbs per 180. So 180, 180 is 360. Four calories in a gram, that's going to be like 1440. So 1440 plus another 20% because of fat, it's going to be like 1700 calories. So you're, you should be around 1700 calories. Okay? okay. Now, so your set point doesn't get set on 1700, meaning if I go, if I've been eating 3,500 and 280 pounds, now I go to 180 and now I set my set at 1,700, well, your set point is now 1,700. If you eat 18, 19, 2,000, then you will start gaining weight. If somebody is overweight right now and they're eating like 3,000 calories a day and they're trying to cut it down to 1,700. And then they get to that 1,700 and they get to their goal weight. Yes. But then they increase their caloric intake to 18, 19, you know, just they will actually start gaining weight. That's why everybody starts gaining weight. Yeah, without without increasing their output. So if they're not Correct. increasing their uh, exercise, their running, their training, whatever they're doing, just by adding those calories, yes, they will they will start to gain weight back. So what I do is I don't let that set point. I don't let your body get set on a set point. Meaning, let's say our caloric intake seventeen hundred. Well, on the days I do legs and the heavy days, I add another thirty percent of caloric intake caloric calories in there. So I might go twenty two twenty two hundred calories. Okay. The days I don't do anything, then I'll take out the 500 calories. And then the normal training days, I'll stick around 1700, 1720. So if, cause I'm 180 and that's where I like to be. That's why I know these numbers. So the days that I train legs and I have a real high in, you know, output day, then I might take it up to 22, 30, 2200 calories a day. 
And the days that I'm sitting doing nothing, like on a Sunday, I might take it down to 12, 1250 calories. So that way my body doesn't get used to being exactly 1720. Got it. So where does that leave room for the beer? Well, beer is just a calorie. <laughs> so, so now we got to do more math? You got to do a little more math. So if I got to say, let's say a beer, uh, let's say you're drinking, I hate to say it, let's, let's say we're drinking a beer and it has 100 calories, right? Yeah. Big old okay. bullshit, I think 90, 95. Well, yeah, and that's the best market in the world because Miller Lite actually has more, but they didn't market it correctly because they're not yeah, going to say less calories, right? Miller Lite actually has less calories. It does. It's 97. Yeah. So, so let's just say you drink a glass of wine. It's 150 calories. Now, if you're going to ask me, Chris, what's the best alcohol to drink or what's the best thing to drink, I'm going to say white liquor, okay? I'm not going to put anything in it. I'm going to tell you, hey, if you drink it for the taste, great. If you drink it for the buzz, drink some white liquor, put it underneath your tongue, get it in the buka system, let it get in your blood system real fast, get drunk faster. <laughs> my go-to drink, my go-to drink when I was uh, competing fitness, and I still will go back to this sometime, vodka water with a twist of lime. Well, hold on a second. Did you say that you were drinking while you are competing? It, of course, it tapered down a lid. I mean, I was still, I was in college back then, so it goes with the territory. Yeah, even after that, though, when I'm working in fitness, personal training, still doing modeling, basically making yeah. my living off uh, fitness, kettle one and water. That was the go to yeah. beverage right there. So, guess what? So, if you're going to put the kettle one and water in, let's just say, let's say, let's just go back to beer for easy math. And yep. a beer has 100 calories. If I have five beers, you can't leave one beer in a six pack. So, let's say I wear six <laughs> beers. <laughs> that just wouldn't be. That wouldn't be freaking right, right? So there, there's your 600 cal. It's 600 calories. So guess what? I got to find somewhere to take 600 calories out during the day. Yes. It's not that complicated. Just it's caloric intake, okay? So if you're having your normal food and you add another 600 on it three or four days a week, yeah, you're going to gain weight. But if you're taking in a certain amount of caloric intake and you add your beer in i just take out 600 calories from somewhere else i mean i don't eat a lot of sugar so a wine is of course going to be a little bit uh, i think the gi of the wine is going to be a little bit higher but the beer it's carbs so like you're exactly right i'm going to keep my protein the same throughout the day but i might take out you know 150 grams from meal one 150 grams out from meal two 150 from meal three 150 from meal four of complex carbs, and there's my 600. Put the 600 beer in. You can still drink beer and still lose weight if you know how many calories you need to take in, and all you're doing is just replacing some calories, your carbs, with these carbs. Yeah, so I want to jump in here, and um, so a question we're, we're going to get is a lot of people, um, if they're new on a fitness journey, have no idea how many calories they're taking in, um, no idea how to count them. There's a lot of easy, easy ways to do this now. A bunch of apps out there. Uh, my Fitbit actually will do that. It's got a great um, food database, even even fast food. If I want to put in what my Chick-fil-A sandwich is, I, I can search it in my Fit, Fitbit app and it'll tell me how many calories that is. So that's this is also a fun way for you to start to analyze and take a look at what you're actually eating, what how many calories you're intaking. And if you have no clue, but you know it's too many, Chris, would you agree with me? Just a great place to start is set a goal at 2,000 until you can dial it in and figure out what you're actually taking and what your goal should be. If they can figure out what 2,000 calories is. I yeah. Mean, my whole thing is is like the hand theory. If you take your left hand and you take your right hand, you put the palms up, and now you put them together, and you put them together like this, right? 
No, you can't see it, but I'm putting my hands together. Well, that's as big as your stomach, my stomach, everybody's stomach. So my suggestion is for people is your left hand, now open it up. My left hand is my protein. So I'm going to have this much protein four or five times a day. So anything I can basically bait, or fry, chicken, fish, steak, shrimp, eggs, I'm going to have that much protein. It's going to fit in this hand. The other hand is my complex carbs. And that's going to be anything I can really pop a top rope in a bag, like rice, breads, pastas. And if you're into gluten-free and all this other stuff, I don't want to talk to you about it. Gluten-free. <laughs> just be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you're IBS, take the gluten out. If you don't have any Crohn's or IBS, don't talk to me about gluten-free. Yeah. But so if you're having that kind of stuff, that's your, that's your carbs. So that's an easy way for people to do a hand theory. And I believe it does come out to about 2,000 calories, you said, which is yeah. perfect. And- and that's an easy one to start to measure because if you start to look at nutrition facts and things on uh, bottles, packages, containers, um, all those daily values, those percentages, they're basing that um, off the 2,000 calorie mark. Exactly. Um, so it's just kind of an easy way to help you do math and kind of look at nutrition information and kind of see um, what you're taking in a day. If it's way too much, where you should try and crack it down. Could you give them that math equation one more time for our listeners? It, say their goal weight is now going to be 180. Uh, how they can calculate what the caloric intake should be. Yeah, because the calories to me is the end result. Yep. Somebody says, I need 1,800 calories. I can give you 1,800 calories just in fat. Okay. Yep. So if your caloric, so if I'm, my goal is 180, I will put them on one gram of protein and one gram of carbs per 180, which is three, 360. Yep. There's four calories per gram of protein and carbs. So that 360 times four is going to come out to be about 1440. Now, when you increase your protein, you're also going to increase your fat because protein is going to have more fat in it. Yep. So that I put another 20% in there just for added fat. And that's where I come up with 20% of the 1440, which is about 1700. So yeah. that's, that's where I am. So yeah, it's, you know, if you're 200, you put in one gram of protein, one gram of carbs per 200, and that's 400. So that's 1600 there plus another 20%, 360. So you know, now you're looking at 2000 calories there. So that's the way I've done it. It's always, I mean, it's, it's very simple. It's not so technical or confuses people. I'm not going to go 1.5 grams of protein per 30% of this, this, this. Yep. You, know, you, you can get technical. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. Just the kiss, if, the kiss, the kiss program. Hey, thinking about it, talk about kiss too. You talked about the Fitbit app. Guys, if you're cheap like me, just get the one, the Under Armour one. What's the, what's the Under Armour one? Uh, I don't know about the Under Armour. So they have their own like watch, like Fitbit. There's so many of them now. No, that, no, you just put it in. Let me see Under Armour. Look up Under Armour quick. Now there's, oh, there's, there's a bunch of apps out there that, I mean, not even related to like a fitness watch where you can just have the app on your phone and start to calculate your food, your caloric intake, just track stuff. Technology has helped with fitness so much if you, if you actually just get a couple seconds and use it. Yeah, Under Armour, Food Tracker has one, but... You know, and you're going to eat, you know, when you start getting to be like Tyson and when you start into a fitness program, guys, you're going to have to, unfortunately, you're going to have to eat pretty much the same stuff every day. I hate to tell you, I mean, you're going to be eating chicken. You're going to be eating like for breakfast. I have four eggs, one whole with grits. And then I have a couple hours later, I have uh, two rice cakes. A couple hours after that, I might have chicken and a yam. And a couple hours after that, I might have two more rice cakes. Couple hours after that, I might have. <laughs> you know, if we we that's that's also for somebody that's talking about uh, last week's episode. If they want to get ripped for that beach party, go back and everybody go back. If you haven't listened to it yet, listen to episode eighteen from last week. Um, 
But yeah, well, the hand, but, but the hand theory works really well. Hand I theory works for everybody. Yeah. So no matter you're out to lunch, you know, and let's say we go out and have uh, uh, Mexican food, right? So the question you ask yourself, your my your favorite, my favorite. Yeah. Uh, you go out. If you asked the normal person, so how many chips did you eat? What are they going to tell you? A handful. They're going to say, I have no freaking clue. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to be what talking. In basket. And, when they're going to be talking and munching and crunching and talking. And I mean, it's, they're probably at a meeting, but they're just sitting there and they're. So I tell guys, look, if you want to make, if you want to have the chips, but take up, take 10 of them out, put them on your plate, crunch them up. Now you have 20, 30 chips. So now if I ask you how many chips you had, at least you can tell me I had 10 chips. 10 chips. And then you, you know can go saying? to that Under Armour food tracker and see what each tortilla chip, how many calories are in that. Exactly. You, you guys save room so you can drink that uh, that Dos Equis or Corona with your or Bohemia. Well, here, so here's how that works. Okay. So if you're going to do that. So we talked about the protein on the left hand. Now I got to figure out what protein do I want? Chicken, fish, steak, shrimp, whatever I want. Right. Which is usually a tortilla, which is usually, you know, if they wrap it, it's a... If they if they fold it, it's a taco. If they wrap it, it's a burrito. If they grill it, it's an enchilada. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I love tortillas. It's the same. I mean, it's the same. They're, they're you know, you go to a Mexican restaurant. It's the same food. It's just what they do to it: wrap it, fold it, fry That's it. Makes it great. That's what makes it's it great. It's the best. So just go there now. The hand left hand is going to be hard to get. Protein's hard to get, especially when you go out to eat because they give you like three ounces. Yep. The right hand, now that's the one you gotta be concerned about because if you have, you know, the tortilla, this tortilla fits on, on the left hand. So does rice fit on there? Nope. So if you're gonna have the Dos Equis or the two beers or whatever you're gonna have, that's your right hand. So you gotta put that in your right hand. So you're gonna be having chicken and you're gonna be having and some vegetables, and you're going to be having your uh, your two dosakis. You're not going to be able to have the taco. You're not going to be able to have the the chips. You got to yep. Cut, you're trading carbs for carbs. I love the way you said that. I'm gonna. Can I patent that? I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it on a t-shirt. Put it on. Put it on your fitness program. You're trading carbs for carbs. I love it. Training. You're trading carbs for carb. Yeah. Drink beer and still lose weight. On the yeah. back. Trade carbs for carbs. I love it. Trade carbs for carbs. Yeah, That's so this is, a, this is a fun little episode. I was super uh, happy when we brought this topic up and put it on our list of things to talk about. Because um, it is a question that comes up a lot, very similar to the Dr. Pepper scenario that we talked about a few episodes back. People are addicted to Dr. Pepper. It's just simple caloric intake. So you can still advance your fitness journey, meet your goals, and enjoy some of your favorite things. You just got to trade carbs for carbs in the, in the case of the beer. Didn't somebody text you or email you and told you that they basically took out some Dr. Pepper? Tell, tell me the story again. Yeah. So um, I mentioned I had a client that was um, drinking a six pack of Dr. Pepper a day. and We slowly trimmed them back. And just by doing that alone, they started losing weight. And actually, we had somebody contact us and say, hey, hey I did the exact same thing. I started cutting back Dr. Pepper and not change anything else. And they lost 30 pounds. Dude, it's ridiculous. One Dr. Yeah. Pepper guy has 55 calories. Yeah. 55. Well, the whole can is 200 of regular Dr. Pepper is uh, 240, I believe. For a can Dr. of DP? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. For 12 I'm ounces. Not, I guess why I've never been over there. Yeah, that's but if you're drinking 64 ounces of that a day. If people cry about drinking beer, 
Today's show brought to you by Cobbla for Men, powered by Testafin. Cobbla for Men acts as a natural anabolic enhancer that turns away stubborn belly fat, restores lost energy, and even helps build strength and lean muscle. More importantly, Cobbla for Men can give you back the confidence you need for better physical and mental performance at work, at home, and even in the bedroom. Optimize your physical performance, build stronger and leaner muscles fast, improve your mood, and feel stronger and younger with Cobbla for Men, powered by Testafin, K-A-V-L-A. Look for Kavla for Men on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Amazon, and on the web at kavlaformen.com. And that's today's episode, episode 19 of the Fitness Zone. Uh, you have any questions, comments, hit us up on Twitter, DFW Fitness Zone on Twitter, or send us an email, askthefitnesszone at gmail. Of course, follow all the DSP media, drug sports podcasts, look at all the web, all the podcasts on the channel, hit them up. And uh, we got some great episodes coming up, some special guests, some fun topics. So, guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time. I'm Tyson. That's Chris. This is the Fitness Zone. We're out of here. See you guys. Out.